Woman, you embody all things beautiful. You are powerful yet sacred. You are magical. You create life. You are a goddess and deserve to be honored and treated with the utmost respect. I salute you because you're so dope. And although the world tries to wear you out and look past you, I recognize you for who you are. I see you, goddess. I see you, queen. I acknowledge you for your greatness. Even when the world underestimates your value. I see everything in your existence. And believe me, they see it too. It's whatever you say. It's whatever you say, Keach. It's whatever you say, Anissa. It's whatever you say, La. Well, since it's whatever I say, um, thank you guys for tuning in with us another, um, for another episode of Whatever You Say. Um, my name is La, and we have a special guest joining us today. Um, and let's let her join us in. All right, so uh, let's do the applause for uh, Mocha Delight joining us today, where we are touching on the subject of colorism. Um, introduce yourself, let the people know who you are. Well, I am Mocha Delight. My name is Daya. I'm from Jersey. Um, I've known La since forever, and Keisha, we all went to high school together. And so, as far as the topic, um, I'm just here to give from my perspective as a dark-skinned woman, woman growing up in America on the East Coast, um, and just just giving my perspective and experiences that I, um, things that I've experienced being dark-skinned, and things that that not necessarily I have experienced, but I've also seen. So, get to it. All right, thanks for that. So, like, to get started with the subject, um, some people have seen it on uh, the room on Ball Alert, where Rick Ross had some people with their eyes open and their ears open uh, to this particular subject. So, I'm just gonna bring in the video so you guys can see what's going on. Shout out to Hip Hop DX who brought it to our attention as okay, well. Guys, so, get this: Rick Ross found himself a trending Twitter topic last week after a 2017 clip right. of his failed VH1 competition show "Signed" started making the rounds. The clip showed two contestants, Just Britney and Georgia singer Kaya, performing in front of Ross as another woman rubs his shoulders. Your future bright, shorty, your future bright. <laughs> the music was bright. Smartest move I like. I never thought I'd be in 
knew the song Boss Vibes that I did was going to get Ross's attention because I went to his past and I redid something and I put my own little twist to it and he liked it. My whole goal of this whole competition is to be the first lady of MMG. That's, that's what I want. I can look this good and I can get a lot of attention, but I use my valedictorian mind skills and I make sure I take care of my business. Me and another person had the same beat. I'm really curious who has the other beat she has the same beat. Oh, oh, Kaya. Kaya. So y'all be able to hear the difference in R&B and hip hop. Shots fired. Kaya and I, we had the same beat. I wasn't trying to be mean or catty or anything. I just had to put it out there because I had to save myself. Kaya, you better deliver, Kaya. I believe in you, Kaya. wasn't the best platform for your voice. Nope. You have a, a unique voice. And Britt did sound better than yours. They like mine's best. Due to just Britney having lighter skin, accusations of colorism started to fly on Twitter, forcing Kaya to address the chatter. Speaking to The Shade Room, she highlighted both the positives and negatives of the viral clip. The resurfacing of the video is so surreal. She said, I'm humbled that a lot of people have come out in support of my journey. Colorism is a topic that needs to be discussed wholly and not summed up in one response. But it's very disheartening to know so many go through this, male or female. To pin black women and men against one another or make it where some are seen superior is sad. As the years go on, I hope it's being addressed and rectified in the future. Despite the optics, Kaya says she walked away from the experience with some valuable lessons in relationships. It was very positive, she continued. I met some really talented people. We have developed friendships and keep in touch. The guidance and critiques I received on my overall performance have been invaluable. I've never stopped performing. I'm currently writing original songs. I'm also reaching out to other songwriters and producers. I'm perfecting my sound every day. I'm achieving this by taking personal experiences over the years and putting them to music. Meanwhile, Just Britney, who Ross admitted he favored during the show, hopped on Instagram on Sunday, January 24th, and threw in her two cents on the topic. That's me in the orange hair. She captioned the post. I'm happy this video is making its rounds, and I want to say that colorism definitely plays a role in lighter-skinned women, like myself having more access in the industry. Kaya is extremely talented, and I wish darker women were seen more. But what do you guys think? Is Rick Ross the Harvey Weinstein of hip-hop? Do you think he should be canceled for this? Or should we allow this type of behavior in the music industry to continue? Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and notification bell to stay up to date on our new videos. And as always, be sure to keep it all the way locked to hiphopdx.com. Yeah, yeah, yes. Hip Hop DX for that video, and I just wanted to know you guys' intake on that. Um, what are your thoughts? I thought Kaya sounded way better than Britney, <laughs> so I don't understand why immediately the dude was like, <laughs> and he was even like rude about it. Like he cut yeah. her music off. He didn't let her finish, which was really interesting because the first girl. Both beautiful women. She just did not sound good. It didn't sound good. And Rick Ross made made sure that he uh, mentioned the fact that Britney sounded better than her. Like why? Why? Why he had to say that? 
one thing I will say because I watched it before this, mm-hmm. things that went through my mind, like colorism is absolutely a thing. But then I was also thinking about how they make shows like that and how they're mm-hmm. trying to make a storyline and they want specific characters for that storyline. So I thought about that too. But if we we could take everything else away and we just take how he treated one female and how he treated the next female, like it's hard to think that he didn't consider the way they looked. So what I was saying is we see it now in the music industry. Look at every famous person. They are a fair skin complexion and mm-hmm. there are people who are just as talented, but they push the light of him because of total marketing. And so like it's just over the years I've noticed like every woman looks beautiful in their fair skin and the men can look like anything and it's true. any color but they look like anything <laughs> or the hideous side. And women have to be like this ambiguous girl that's being pushed. It's in every culture, even in the movies when yeah, I watch it is. different mm-hmm. um like African movies they're lighter. Even in the Caribbean, there who's who's hot right now, Shanzia. But you know, mm-hmm. um, what's her name? Well, why, I can't think of it. Dark skin. Um, she was on Love and Hip Hop. Um, Spice. Sorry. Spice. Like, yeah, yeah. Spice. And yeah, they're pushing com- you know commercial commercialism with Shanzia because she has the quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, yeah. but it's like, why can't Spice have this little look? Hold on, hold on. I agree. I agree. I, I felt like they were really, like you said, going more so for marketing purposes. Now, if the girl has some auto tunes on her on her song, um, if they brought it into the you know studio and they fixed it up, then yeah, that song would have been a nice song because she, what she do? She went and remixed Rick Ross' song. So they're looking at it like, okay, you're giving me very much like Nicki Minaj vibes. Um, you have the appearance, and then if the song were to clean it up, then it, it will be doing something. And if you're talking more so like about talent, then the second female she blew out the water. I'm sorry, out the water, like <laughs> out the water. I'm like live. Live and singing over her own song is like, yo, she blew out, and it was a nice song. So I'm like, it sounded like it sound like a banger. It wasn't even like the first girl didn't. She sound like it was in the making. Right, the girl yes. sound like it was. Complete. Yes, complete. Well, you said the first girl sound better. Get out of here. Yeah, it's it was just trying to get something at the end of the night from her. Something mm-hmm. like, pretty much. No shade, but girl, I was like. When I seen that, I'm just like, okay, I see what a appearance was. We like her. The other girl was pretty too. I could oh, listen to her. You know what it was? She what? wasn't playing. She still wasn't playing into the role. So she had natural hair. She had the twist. They don't like to see that. Exactly. Yeah. I can see that. Provocative. They don't like to see that. Like, they want a woman to be. We know what they want a woman to be. Yeah. You got to fit their image. She probably was just chilling for the day. She probably didn't come prepared that day. I could see her switching it up. She probably just like, yo, I got my twist in this month. They, they did not care. They, like, they cared. They was like, you gotta come prepared. This show, you gotta come put on a show. Even the article, she looked glammed up in that photo. Yeah. Wow. That photo, I was like, this is 
it's not like I mean, even in the video, she wasn't unattractive. Right. Yeah. Didn't play to what they wanted to see in that moment. Right. Because I once you once yeah. you say a vocal artist, you also you're just a you're a performer. Period. Right. 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 Appearance I, and vocally. All right. Those together. Right. I, I agree. I agree. I can't. I can't uh, not agree with that. So welcome back, Mocha. Are we good, Mocha? <laughs> It's all right. Oh, no, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. And you're moving. Everything is clear. Like, it's not causing. I had to close out some things in my phone. Okay. Yeah, you sound much better. Yeah. So, we're going to get into some labels. Now, speaking of labels, has anyone had the issue of, like, getting called a certain name because of your complexion, regardless of um, brown skin or light skin? Yes. Yeah. Um, back in the day, so, okay, so I, I moved from Yonkers to East Orange, and when I first, so, in East Orange, I went to, um, a predominantly white school, um, and when I moved to East Orange, it was a culture shock, because <laughs> everybody black. <laughs> exactly, right? So, um, I went to Cicely Tyson. Oh, okay. And, right. Well, I don't even know what they call it now. I, yeah. It's still it's, going. it's going now, right? No, baby. It's no, they rebuilt it. Across the street. So it's not at the old building. Yeah. But it's still Sissy Tyson right off Main Street. Right off of Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I remember uh going to school. Was it what? Was it the sixth grade? Yeah, it was the I think it was the like last marking period of the sixth grade. Nobody got to know me. Because so, it's the last marking period, and I was called conceited. I'm like, how am I conceited? And you, y'all don't even know me. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the same color. We're common. <laughs> like almost every, I had that incident in almost every new atmosphere that I went to. Conceited? I was conceited, or I was mean, and like they people who had absolutely no conversation with. At all, and I will admit I do have the wrestling beef face. I can't control it. I don't know what I look like. I'm smiling on the inside, probably. But like that was just what it was like. And then it always be people that I end up cool, and they be like, "Oh, when I first met you, I thought you was stuffed up." Why? But that's the immediate assumption. Like if you're not extra vocal and you're not in everybody's face, you you gotta be stuffed up. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you thinking better than somebody? Yeah, you, she's too good to talk to us. No, I just don't know you. I'm mean, not actually. <laughs> but that's that's sometimes the something. It's really it's off putting sometimes, but you know, mm-hmm. you get used to it. And what you were saying, okay, you said sometimes it's what? It starts at home too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you get you get the uh, oh. You'd be cute if you had color, or oh, you'd be cute if you're light skin. Oh, look at that curly hair. You know, oh, your hair is nappy. You know, like oh, my sister had softer hair than me, so she had the baby hair. So I didn't. You know, I got the whole horse Z hair. So that like I did in my family it wasn't, but I know someone whose father used to say, "Oh, you're too dark to wear this color." What? Oh wow! You know what? 
like um that at home is so important right because i have a brown skin mother right so you know like a lot of times our first image of beauty is our mother yeah. So I didn't experience the same thing that I think other people experience. So honestly, when I first started hearing about colorism, I didn't believe it. I thought it was BS. Like, I was just like, and it was always, and the other thing is I always got the colorism message from a girl who didn't like it. I didn't hear it from other people. I got it from somebody who's like, yeah, you stuck up and it's people only like you because you like it. So I was just like, yeah, I hate it. Whatever, right? So I didn't really believe it. And what made me believe it was hearing a parent say it about their child. And I was like, what? And it was a bad, I was in the military and I'm in the training. And his dad is like, she has five beautiful daughters and all this other stuff. We just talking about family, right? And out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I do treat one of them better than the rest of them. And I was like, why? And he was like, because she's light. And it took me so off guard. Like I was not ready to hear something. And I couldn't believe, like, it was a parent, like, saying it with no issue with saying it. Like, absolutely no, just because she's light. And I was like, what you just said? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, she's lighter, so you know she's more attractive. And I was like, oh. The yeah, I wasn't ready. And I truly didn't believe it until that point. And then I had to like correct myself with a lot of ideologies that I had about people when they said stuff like that to me. Mm. Like they are experiencing this. Mm. Like it's, it's, like for some households, that's a normal thing. It definitely is a normal thing. Like when I was younger and I would see like a lot of lighter complexion women on TV um, and that was more normalized. You know, my mom is brown skin as well. So I remember being younger. Like now I'm, I'm in between. I'm, I'm caramel complexion. But when I was younger, I was lighter complexion. And I remember asking my mom, why are we white and you're black? And I was, um, I was young. I was four years old. And I still remember that to this day. And my mom had to sit down and have a talk with me when I was younger and, and, and help me to understand, like, I'm still um, of African-American descent as well. So it's like from the things that are in the magazines, which get played on TV, it will have children asking those questions and it does start from home if your parents aren't having those discussions with you. You will grow up thinking like, they're one thing and they're something else. So, you know, I it, it was, it was just kind of touching for me to um, speak on this because my mom's a very private person. Yeah, I think it um it kind of fits in with the subject of what we're talking about. So, mom, I love you. <laughs> yeah. And being Jamaican, um, I growing up like bleaching your skin that was it. Like that was the thing to do, and I I couldn't wrap my uh, mind around it. Even the songs like that my ble- I don't have an accent. But <laughs> skin, so it's, it's like, yo, that's crazy. That um, it's it's crazy that inter- entertainment, um, social media, all those platforms and, and, and outlets, they play a, a major role in how people think about when it comes to colorism. Absolutely, and I've, I've definitely been made to feel uncomfortable. Like if I'm walking down the street. You know, if a, if a guy's trying to talk to me, he'll say, hey, light skin. And that would kind of make me feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable because it's like, I know you don't know my name, but you 
you have to like, you know, I mean, point out my complexion as though like that's the one reason why, you know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of made me, even to this day, it makes me uncomfortable. And then I have family members who's like, oh, this picture like twin, and they're they're talking to me to a little baby. Um, so it's like, why are you telling a child look at look at your cousin's skin, and that, and, and it's the brown skin baby? So then it makes me feel in a weird position because it's like now that child automatically is thinking like my skin tone is better than theirs, and it's like family that they don't think about it in a negative way. Like this right. is like what they're supposed to promote. And it's like, no, you don't promote light over, over dark. They both are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so weird how, like, our society pushes it and our family pushes it. Right, right? Our So have y'all seen the picture of Whoopi Goldberg that's going, that's, like, making its rounds? No. And it was a picture of Whoopi Goldberg when she was younger, and it says it's crazy how society made us believe she was ugly, right? Mm-hmm. And she looks very attractive in these pictures, and she's completely natural, and she's herself, and she's like probably in her early twenties, right? And it really made me think about how we are reshaping what beauty is today, because those pictures she was considered ugly back in the nineties. Today, if an artist came out looking exactly the way she looked, she would be glorified for her natural black beauty. Mm-hmm. So that that was like comforting like we're reshaping it like we are actively reshaping what we call beautiful but it, it was still disheartening because she, she had to go through the whole industry of people saying she was an unattractive black woman her entire career still did extremely well but they was calling her an unattractive black woman the entire time right it's crazy oh no back to um pause point quadria um, in the family, like, or in the South, I was in Louisiana, and this guy just walked me, he was like, hey, black. I'm like, who are you? What? And I guess down there, it's like, until like, hey, light skin. It's like, hey, like, who? Right. Who are you talking to? So, it's like, I've, you know, I've experienced colorism, actually, recently, within a year. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that mm-hmm. in the later, later. No, you, you can speak on it now if you mm-hmm. like. It's open for oh, this um, So I go to Carnival. I love Carnival. Um, <laughs> so I went to Trinidad Carnival last February. And so it's a whole process in Trinidad to get a costume. And each designer has their costumes and things like that. And so this one particular, it was my first time in Trinidad. And so this one, I wanted this one particular costume um, from this designer. And they asked you to send your um, Instagram and they asked you to send a picture. And so I used my friend who's lighter. She's like a quote unquote IG honey, cute, nice shape, but she's bad. And so I sent a picture of her immediately got a link to the costume i sent a picture of me i did not get a response and i seen it on the, when i was on the road in trinidad photographers literally will skip over you literally skip over you to go to the light-skinned curly hair ambiguous caribbean girl for marketing purposes but it's like if you go to the origins of you know carnival um it's it all is an emancipation of slavery, which, you know, were slaves from Africa, black people. And so now it's this whole marketing business. Okay, yeah, get your money. 
But let's keep it to the roots. Like how right, it's a celebration. Right. So that was like I'm like, wow, this is my first time. Not so much my first time, but actually like seeing it like happen in real time. I'm like, wow. And some would say, Oh, you don't have to spend your money there, but it's like, why can't I get what I want to spend my money on? It's my money. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree. So how like how does that make you feel? When you run across situations like that, does it cause a sense of like insecurity or like it's just awareness? Uh, it's awareness. Like I've never wanted to be light. I've never felt insecure around anyone that was lighter than me. Like, you know, I've seen it like, you know, I used to go, go out a lot. So in the clubs, they'll, they'll let, you know, the little light skin, those Spanish girl in and then like be you know becomes like okay i know why they let them in first type of thing it's it's really a thing and people are like oh it's no big deal it's preference a lot of men will disguise it as preference but it's mm-hmm. racism like within your own race and mm-hmm. and so it's like oh i just like them like I, I personally don't have a preference but i know for me about more brown and dark skinned men you know approach me than lighter skinned men but I don't have a preference because my dad is very dark. My mom is like toy's complexion. So like that's never been perpetuated in my family. But I always tell like my little dark skinned cousins or if I see a little dark skinned girl, I'm like, you're so pretty because sometimes they right. may not be pretty. Right. I've always admired you since we were like in pre-K. So it was like like even growing up, like you know, after that discussion I had with my mom, and as I'm growing up and I'm seeing like, yo, my mom's beautiful. Like, it'll be days when my mom's like, yo, I need to put my face on. I'm like, mom, you don't need makeup. You are so beautiful. Like, I always tell her, I'm like, I got pimples. Like, I went through so much stuff with puberty, and I used to always tell my mom, like, mom, we can switch roles. Like, I, I, I accept who I am. Yet, I think like my mom's like one of the most beautiful women I know, like growing up, you know, because that was my image of beauty in front of me. So, you know, yeah, I was inquisitive growing up and I asked her like, what was the difference between my complexion and her complexion? Cause I had questions, I was a child. So, and I thank God that she did answer them for me. Yeah, as I got older, I'm like, wow, my goodness. Like, mom, I wish we could change we can change roles because like you don't understand she's like oh i'm putting my makeup on I'm like you really don't have to put makeup on like i need to put makeup on and hide this blemish on my face like so like i honestly always like i always thought my um best friend Naya was very beautiful and and also my mom so it's just to see things like this happen in society i do see where it happens i have friends who have degrees who are turned down for certain you know jobs and, and it's kind of disheartening because it's like, what does your complexion have to do with your work ethic? Like, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. So the question that I, could, I would pose to you ladies are, do you think that your being your complexion puts you at, a, at an advantage? I would say in a sense, because at my job recently, I'm trying to not say too much information. Um, <laughs> don't say too much. Brace yourself. But there's like certain things that like certain privileges I think that I get, like I, sometimes I feel like the black token, 
girl. Mm. Like recently, they asked me to like stand up and say something for like Black History. I'm not gonna tell where I work because that would hurt me. Yeah, but it's like you know, it, though it's a it's a privilege because I do want to speak on the culture. At the same time, I'm you know I don't know I question things, mm. and and at times I, I I take it as a learning experience to teach someone else about our culture and um just to raise awareness um so it just it just brings different emotions or whatever so i I look at it from a positive but then at the same time i'm thinking like okay why why did i be chosen out of someone else who's been here longer than i had like you know then it could i guess it could also be that um because we're all, I, I feel like we're all beautiful women, right? So mm-hmm. it, is it the beauty piece or is it the, the complexion piece? Complexion, right. right. I I think it's whatever people perceive as beauty. And I've, I've said this multiple times to multiple people. I think when people find you attractive or you're their type, you have an advantage. Maybe you could walk into a store and if you're a person type, you have an advantage over the other client of the other customers. Mm. So um, the thing is, do I think it's always colorism? No, but I do. Do I think at times it can be colorism? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if if a guy likes dark skinned women and we both walk in the store at the same time, he's going to go for the dark skinned woman. That's what he's attracted to. And right. that, that's a general across the board thing, no matter what, what you look like. Right. And I mean, we gonna be honest, it's dark skinned women that murder the sea. Yeah. Right. Right. So I can't I can't be mad because you find this person more attractive. Like she did her thing. What I, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I you know, I just but the, the level of like I've purposely made myself more attractive to get my way. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Huh? I said that's that's bold that you um admitted that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I know a lot of people want a problem, right? I'm gonna be done. Complete, especially if I'm working with a male. He don't even have to be a black male. I don't care what male it is. If I look good, I'm more likely to get my way. Exactly. Now if I go completely natural. I'm gonna be completely honest. I do not get the preference that I get. Like I've watched people risk their job. That's true. I'm coming looking like a good. Okay. <laughs> I come in natural. I got my teeth there, my face. I'm like I'm just chilling. They like, yeah, what you want? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily complexion. I'm I'm, I'm light skinned both days, but when I look good, <laughs> I get my way. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know because I feel like when I first went natural, I got more attention than I got from wearing leaves. So yeah, it depends. Well, now, like, yeah, now when I cut off all my hair, right. I, I had cut off all my hair. I got so much attention. Me too. When I cut off all my hair. Yeah. And what, year like, was, what year was this? This was two years ago. Okay. Two well, years ago, happy. like right, cut, cut it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got so much like, are you a model? You're so beautiful. Just people just randomly stopping. Like, I'm like, it's in. But I wasn't, I didn't keep my hair like that because I wasn't confident. Mm-hmm. Right? But I still got way more attention looking like that than I do when I look like this. It just, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I wasn't feeling that. I'm feeling that. It's like, but it's a process too, right? Anisa, it's like, it's that one. I go back to the depression. Girl, it was like, I was in the mirror with my brother. My brother creaming my hair. I'm like, I don't feel good. Like that middle stage where you try to get it to grow. So I'm like, I hit the classic to the pet on the first week. I'm alright. Like I did, I did the cut hair stage. I did it like three times in my life. I did too. That's why, that's why I stay short because I can't deal with that. Either I'm a wig or I'm short. I can't do middle. <laughs> so now we're gonna get into the subject of where y'all think it started from. Slavery. Oh. Separation. You know, master had sex with one of the slaves, but the lighter ones in they did have some some brown skin um, yeah. help in the house as well. But there yeah, was separation if you're thinking about as a whole, if you're thinking about in general, mm-hmm. there were more lighter, you know, people in the house and it was darker. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when it came to darker, it still went on attraction. If she was more attractive. And you have to think of the cohort of, of mixed races from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and why the you know the white slaves they have preferential treatment towards the, the babies and the slaves that look more like them, and mm-hmm. how that's still carried on today. If you have mm-hmm. more of the, the white European features, you have you have preferential. One thing I want to point out is that is across cultures. That is not just across African Americans. Mm-hmm. If you I have agree. more European that's features, whether you are Asian, whether you are African American, right. whether like. Even even in Africa, if you have more European features and you mm. just as brown and beautiful, like your nose shouldn't be wide. Yeah. Like it's those European features that came from people colonizing and pushing their beauty standards is across the board, not just in African Americans. Yet it's sad how mm-hmm. something that we um tend to well. And in regards to colorism, in regards to like European just taken away from our culture and mm-hmm. it being crazy mm-hmm. and they're, you know, putting it on social media. Like I was watching a few videos recently where you wouldn't even thought that these were like Caucasian women in twerking. the papers. Twerking? They had the complexion, they had the makeup on. They yeah, are like, they, what do they call it? Black fishing. Black fishing. Oh, they want to be black, but not be black. Yeah. They, yeah. they got so much makeup on, they so right. tan that they look like a light-skinned black woman, except for a white woman. Wow. But they don't look as good. That's not as But it's really interesting, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact of um, black people reclaiming our culture and reclaiming what we think is beautiful and not subscribing to you have to be, you know, straight here, and all those things like, no, we we like who we are. We, and right. We, and it took us some time, but we realized we are fine the way we are. Thank you very much. Right. Like Shaka Khan said, I'm every woman, it's all in me. We like to switch it up. We want to wear it. And we're able to do it too. They can't do that. Like, nobody ever thinks, like, I'm just plain, like, I go through a, a way your parents are where it's just, like, why can't I just be a regular, dark <laughs> regular black. girl, black girl? Like, I gotta be something exotic or whatever. Right. Yo, you should hear my responses to that. I was like, just, my, yeah. I'm, like, I'm black, 
I, really I, I believe so too. I believe so too. I recall going to a church, and I'm not going to name the church, but the pastor was in there, and he said, "Black women. That's why you can't get a man because you guys." Wait, what? <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he said. He said that's why you can't get a man. God. Yeah, yeah. 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 He said, that's why you can't keep a man because um, you, because of your nasty attitudes. And then also he used to make the women put their hands up and say, say, I am not a 10. I am not Nicki Minaj. I'm not Cardi B. This is a cult. That is a it definitely cult. was. It definitely no. was. No, but like. It was definitely a cult. And that's why I had to leave. Because that's why I don't go any anymore. I'm but like, man, I'm not. I am worldwide. It was too much. I'm like, wow. And then that, and then that person, like, be who you want to be, love who you want to love. But that family, they predominantly dated outside of their race. The men in that family dated outside of their race, married outside of their race. I was like, wow, for you to be like um, a pastor, for you to be in such a position, is like, and to be a black man, why would you want to put your sisters down, lower our self esteem? I used to be like, don't the Bible say we are worth more than rubies and gold? Like, what happened to, like, why are you putting us down? And I'm like, I'm not saying I'm not a 10. I'm, like, above a 10. <laughs> <laughs> so why are women here listening to this? That's the real question. Why, why are women, women a man? Right, and why were the women, like, amen, like, saying amen to that? It was just, it was very disheartening to see yeah, that. I am not like, down with, down with that, like, <laughs> Like, it was very disheartening to know that. And I was like, wow, this is, like, sad. And, and it's sad that it's coming from a man who's supposed to be, like... A leader. A leader that's supposed to even, like, lift us up as Black women. So that's something that... Um, I, I feel bad for too. Like, when the Black man is letting a Black woman down. We don't want them anyway. Those, that, those types. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Protect Black women. I'm yeah, trying to say that. We gotta really say that. We really have to say protect black women. Protect us. We really yeah. have to, yeah. yeah. We really have to. Yeah. Um, I think it all starts too, like with with us with the discrimination. I think it starts with like you know the Willie Lynch letter that was um written for us to kind of be like you know segregated against each other. It was written in 1836, mm -hmm. and um if. When people, when you guys get a chance, like I want you guys to Google that and look up the Willie Lynch letter. I read it before. But, um, yeah, and, and it's sad because it's like really playing a role in our lives to this day, you know? Um, and that can be, you know, a black history tip for you guys to look up um, out there in Facebook world and Instagram world, <laughs> wherever you guys are. Yeah. It, it, um, so you can get to understand why we are or why some of us are the way that we are. We can start to reverse um, this this sin, this curse that was placed on us. So, you know, let's protect one another. Let's lift each other up. You know, there's there's a lot going on, even with like females sometimes. Like I've seen it before where fem some females feel like, oh, they're prettier because they're lighter or whatever. No, like, oh, what can I use the prettiest people do the ugliest things? Like, I have, a, I have a story for that. So okay. never got, you guys ever been um, in com um, competition with somebody of the uh, same skin complexion? Like I went to a uh, Philly, <laughs> but I went to Philly. It was a girls' night out, and as soon as I walked in, I had on it. I may have had on this top, and 
I had on a red um, Mindy Mindy uh, skirt, and um, there was a other light skinned woman. She had on a similar outfit, but her mannerism switched up. Even her friends noticed. What she saying? It, it just was like security. Didn't give me. Everybody else was like, "Oh, hey, girl. you know how it's like, hey, queen, nothing but good." Right. It was like standoffish, like, why are they talking to her? It, it just, you could feel it. You know how you could just read somebody and know, now they're saying, she hey, got thick. And then later on, she tried to be my friend. So everybody was like, oh, now you want to be her friend? <laughs> it's sad that it's like that, though. Like, why are we competing? Why, right, why should we be in competition? That's one thing I really so. admire about you, Keisha, is like, when you're in the room and you're in the chat, you're like, what's the hey, goddess? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, queen, like, we always have to continue to just keep lifting one another up. This is not a competition. Like, I understand, you know, people be in their head, be in their feelings or whatever, because you don't know what direction a person is coming from. But, like, you're at whatever you say, it's all a vibe. Like, this is sisterhood. This is not, listen, this ain't that. <laughs> like, so, um, I really feel like. Big deal. What's the big deal? The big deal is like we can't ask for equality in a society of black people if we don't have equality as a society of black people. Mm. Right? Three. Like you 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 can't you have to practice what you teach, right? And the truth of the matter is we, we try to fight the man so hard when we allow these constructs to interrupt our communities. Because the truth of the matter is colorism was continued through us not through them, right? Yeah. It started with them, but we had to keep the ball rolling. When right. we decided to have HBCUs and decided to have sororities and fraternities, and we decided that you had to be a certain complexion to even enter the sorority and fraternity, mm. we decided to continue it. And this was the educated black person doing this, right? And then this is educated black people making a society and making a network because the whole sorority is to make your network, right? Mm -hmm. Making a network where we are going to help each other be successful. And what you're saying is we're only going to help the lighter people be successful. Because those are the only people that can be a part of this. So we decided to continue that. Right? And then go even further. And you you had the audacity to treat your child different. Because of their complexion. Like, that's wild. And what do you expect? If they, if they are expecting and accepting this from their parents... What is your dark child and your light child going to expect in a separate mm -hmm. life? And how can we be taken serious? Right. If, if yeah. I got a problem with you, because you light skin. <laughs> right. How can from the from the outside looking in, how can I be taken how can we be taken serious? Um, to the fact that we have racism within our own race. Like that doesn't make sense. That's like a ox isn't that like an oxymoron? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, it's important that we're talking about it like we are on this platform. I think that's the very first step is the fact that we're not keeping it a secret. Because I think black people love to do that. We love to keep things in house. Oh, yeah. It's a secret that everybody knows about, but yet no one's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the elephant. What are you speaking of? The Rick Ross video, because that was, it was such a clear, even if he argued that that's not what was happening. Mm. And he goes with the always oh, a storyline or whatever the case may be. It was such a clear representation 
of how the more qualified person can get disqualified off of her appearance. Mm-hmm. Like it is no, it's no getting around. Definitely not. Definitely not. I agree. Yeah. So the question is like, where do we, where do we go from here? Like, how do we um, start teaching and educating people? Do we start like at platforms such as this? Yes. Yeah, we got to <laughs> talk about it more. Yes. We got to discuss these issues. That's the only, I think that's the only way for change. And back to Dai's point, speaking to the, the little girls and giving them compliments because we already know how it is as adults, right? We've, we've right. Um, grown up and seen how nothing has really, I mean, things have changed, but I'm pretty sure by right now, 2021, we could have made some major changes by now, but. Right. But that's exactly the point. Speaking okay. life into the, the, our little uh, girls and letting them know that they're beautiful. Right. Speaking to the boys also. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Like I was saying, like I, as Liam grows up, like I always said, like, love who, I, I'm going to tell him to love who he wants to love, be with whoever he wants to be with, but respect mm-hmm. your sisters. Respect, your, respect them as black queens. Like, you know, like, um, so that's something I'm very much so is want to instill in my son. Like I'm gonna let him see me in my natural state. I'm not gonna let him see mommy's insecure or these whatever. Like I'm wearing weave because I want to wear weave. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. natural. I want to be natural. Maybe today I just want to be natural. Maybe tomorrow I just don't feel like putting coconut oil in my hair. Like I just want to hide <laughs> my stretches. Like it's just. You know that's just what I want to teach him about it, and I pray like that's how it is because. When I got married, I got married into a multi, you know, a, a, a biracial family, a multiracial family. Um, the person I was married to, he he was African American, but his extended family was just biracial. So I just want him to acknowledge where his roots stem and to also have respect for women and 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 be um you know uh, be smart when picking the right woman too. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, so that's what it's about. I, I just want to say real quick, as a, a positive change, I'm, I was thinking about Rihanna's Fenty Cosmetics mm-hmm. and how she has such, such an expansive uh, foundation of nice. different shades. Because of that, now there's so many competitors out here that, you know, they're doing the same thing, competing you with the her. Yeah, what did you fine. say, um, Keisha? No, I was saying, even with her lingerie, too, I love the fact that right. she this to different sized women. Like, that's why. Right. I right. That so much shout out to Rihanna. We love you, girl. Get on our show. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, she's better than Beyonce, but uh, yeah, Beyonce. Who <laughs> gonna come from you? Gonna come from you. <laughs> I the thing I think is we have to take so much, um, so much power out of vanity and what we consider to be beautiful, like the whole you have to be small, you have to be light, you have to have this type of hair, like. Those are all factors that we have to take away. It's not just complexion. It's putting so much value in the way a person looks. Like, and, and we preach this forever. Like, you got to judge people off the contents of their character, right? Mm. So I think that's a big thing with our sons and our daughters. Like, it's, it's about who you are, not about yeah. how you look. Yes, people are going to evaluate you off of how you look. But that's that's an initial evaluation. That's not going to keep you. 
Right. That's right. Face value. That's one layer. <laughs> that's that's one layer. It's a very thin layer, baby. It's thin. <laughs> very thin. Like the earth surface. That's right. And it's, it's about the character. Like, well, who are you? What type of right. person are you? What's the right. So I think that's like if I ever have a son, that's I'm gonna be every time you bring a girl home, what's she reading? What's she like? I don't care. <laughs> don't tell me how she looks. Right. Right. What she wanna do? What's her accomplishment? Right. Yeah, I'm gonna glorify what she does over how she looks. Right. Yeah. That's what matters. That's what makes a difference. Am I gonna tell her she's beautiful? Absolutely. Am I going to tell her not to listen to what the world says about her features and all that other stuff that is not positive? Absolutely. Because we have to push that. Because feeling beautiful, like we can't ignore that feeling beautiful is a bomb-ass feeling, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't put all the value in appearance. Yeah. Yeah. has multiplied how we look at vanity. Right. Like, it's ridiculous. And touching on vanity, it's funny that you say that because it's a guy named Kevin Samuel I've been looking at recently. And the first thing he asks girls, what do you consider yourself? Mm. And I I don't like that. I honestly don't like that. Like, he's just calling one girl a five and calling another girl an eight and calling another girl a nine and one a seven. And I just really feel like, why cannot be what I say I am? Like, why can't the person that decides that? Like, who made you? Right. Yeah. What would you say his name was? Instagram girl. And it, I was trying to go live with him for the longest. And I pray and I'm sending out energy for him to get on our show because I really want to see. Mm-hmm. I really have a lot of questions to ask him because I'm looking at him up right now. I want to see how he looks. I watched the full interview beginning. I just watched it the other day, actually. Right? I, I was I was watching while he was live. We probably on watched it together at the same time. No, I watched the one that went viral with the girl that he called a five. At oh this. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And what made me upset? So watching it, watching the complete thing, did put it in in perception that he was already mad that she was on the show, mm-hmm. right? Because she she came up there doing her own thing, so he had every intention to to come for her from the jump, right? But it was just my problem was actually more with her looking to him for approval than him giving his answer, right? Like mm-hmm. you did not just get your successful black self on this man's show to ask him. Like, what can I do to be better? What mm-hmm. can I do to attract a better man? And he's telling you that you are incapable of a yes. And you kept your black, beautiful self on this show and continue to listen. No, you didn't. And then What did you say? What did you say, Mocha? Like, he shrunk her. Right. Yeah. He definitely shrunk her. And then Tommy Lee came on his show one day. And then he praised Tommy Lee. Now he's hanging out with her and everything. Like, he's trying to shoot his shot. So, in a sense, it's like... This is mm-hmm. this is ridiculous, you know? That's not going off, off the content of the character. He's looking at, like, okay, it's more so physicality at this point. Mm-hmm. 
Like you already know that when he's asking you to rate yourself. Right. Mm. I'm listen. I'm a ten. <laughs> I don't care who asks. I don't care how I look. I'm a Say that. I'm a ten. Self love, lady. Yeah. You know that's something that they are going to remember mm-hmm. in life. 
and they right. are not evaluating themselves off the standards that you make as what's beautiful or what's not beautiful. Right. Right. We we have to call that out. And when sometimes people do it and they don't notice it, we're gonna get give them the benefit of the doubt. But let them know like, hey, this is this is hurting us as a people, this is hurting our community, this is hurting the child. Mm. Let's call it what it is. Mm. And listen, that is a wrap. Okay, this is a wrap. Okay. Uh, and that, we just want to thank you for joining us. Is there anything you want to tell the people before you go? Um, thank you for having me. And just everyone, every, you are beautiful in your own light. So don't let some man tell you you're not beautiful because whatever complexion you are or height or weight or whatever. You have to love yourself first. Thank self-love. you. Yes. Yes. Love, self-love. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. 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 Yes.